Hello everyone and welcome to the special episode of Two Men and a Pineapple. Special guest is me, Paula. On episode 9, we talk about what I wish I knew about vulnerability. I'm going to be today's host and I'm going to ask my uh, Michael and <laughs> Cody about what they know about vulnerability and what did they wish they knew about it when they are growing up or even now. So my question to both of you and either one can start talking. What when you think about vulnerability, what comes to mind? Who goes first? So I'll go first. Um, when I think about vulnerability, I actually don't know a lot about this topic. So I'm really interested in learning maybe a lot more about vulnerability and how I can be more vulnerable. I think it's just about being open, but I'm sure that's not <laughs> fully correct. Cody? No, that's good. Well, to me, what vulnerability is, so being vulnerable is being able to share what's on your mind, uh, being able to be yourself without the fear of being judged. Hmm. And where do you think that, that fear comes from? Speaking as I'm always here about context, I know for women it's a lot easier to be vulnerable, especially with their own, uh, with their own f- friend groups. For men, how, what, what kind of stops you from being vulnerable with others? Well, I think, you know, other guys, if you're vulnerable with them, you know, they could call you like a, a mean name. Something like that, right? Like, stop being such a little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it sounds funny, but that's actually true. Yeah, but seriously, if you're going to say something that's, you know, dear to your heart, uh, you know, you don't want someone to start treating you differently. Or, I mean, Mm -hmm. you could feel like you're going to lose a friend. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, what? how good of a friend were they, really, if you can't be vulnerable around them? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they probably call you emotional, right? Like men being emotional is probably all the, all the negative stigma or stereotypes. Yeah, scary the type negative of connotation about being vulnerable and being male. I think that's where mm-hmm. I lie. I the way I talk think about vulnerability is if someone asks me a question, I'll just mm-hmm. answer it honestly. So okay. no matter what question you give me, I'll answer it honestly because I feel like your judgment, like I I don't care how you judge me. It's it's an honest an honest answer to a question i don't know that's mm-hmm. how i perceive it but that's what you need what that's what you think about when you're vulnerable that's or how i think that's how i think i'm vulnerable i think it's that, yeah that makes a lot of sense because what you're in essence saying is no matter what someone asks you or the situation you are always true to yourself and you say exactly what you think and what you mean so you're doing it for you mm-hmm. right so when someone judges you that's their judgment, and they have to own that. It has no effect on you because, like I said, you're doing it for you. Mm. I I'm, want to add one more thing. I think I over you can overdo it. Overdo what? I, I don't know if it's like overdoing vulnerability or being vulnerable, but there's been times where someone's like, oh, how are your parents? I'm like, my dad's dead. <laughs> you know, like that's not something they I should have answered, right? But like, yeah. like that's that's just the way I am so I think you could overdo it like that's not that's oversharing at that point right so I don't know I don't know that's why I don't know enough about vulnerability but in terms of oversharing who are you sharing it with 
it could be someone random. They'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, it's Father's Day. I'm like, my dad's dead. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, and then they're like, oh, God. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh, no, it's okay. You know, like, I dealt with it. I've, I moved on. Like, I think I overshare with that, you know? That might be a little bit different. I, okay, I think that's, that's not really being vulnerable. Yeah, only yeah. because there's no, when you say it like that, it's, you're not connected to it. Not in that you're not connected to your father's death and that uh, when you say it, it's just like a fact, right? Yeah. Whereas vulnerability, it's more, I don't want to share this with everyone because I'm afraid of what they're going to say. Oh. So it's like, I'm, I might have a learning disability. I might have a this. Or is their perception of me going to change by divulging this information or by having that information about me? I see. So if, yeah. So for me vulnerability is more my anxieties of oh people if i say something people are gonna think i'm stupid right Mm, yeah and so when i talk like oh yeah i'm uh i'm just i'm just having fun i'm not actually saying saying oh this is really difficult and uh i don't want you to feel i don't want you to think i'm this that or the other Mm -hmm. right so it's a bit different from Oh, yeah, they're asking me a question, and I got to answer. It's more, how do you, what is your emotional connection to To that topic or to that subject? I told, yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. What are some other, like, what's another question about oh. vulnerability? <laughs> okay. I see you don't want to be on this topic. No, not at Why? all. How come? I don't, I don't know. Like, I, it's just like, um... Maybe there's like a filter that I think. Let, let me ask you this, Michael. Can you overshare? Yeah. Oh, 100% I can overshare. I think I overshare all the time. <laughs> so if you are, if you want to share it and you're comfortable doing it, is that oversharing? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Yeah, that's a good um, question. Mic drop. I think, yeah. I think I think there's a point like when I when I talk there's a point in my head where I've reached and I and I'm thinking I should just shut up like I've like been speaking to someone and I'm like I just gave them my whole history (laughs) and we're walking up the stairs or we're in the elevator like I didn't need to do that I could have just like small talk my way out of this two minute conversation but now they know that I have a brother, a sister, a mom, like a dog, my, like, like all these different details. I was like, they didn't need to know that. I'm more thinking on their side, maybe. Like, Hmm. I didn't need to give them that information because this is useless. Like, we could have had a more meaningful conversation about something about them. I don't know. Okay, so you're saying it's more about the context of what you're sharing. So say, okay, let's change the question to what do you think about vulnerability in relationships relationships that you're close with and not just a passers-by right Mm. because it's totally different do you want me to answer this first and then cody because i I feel like michael answer this first because i feel like you have a really good response to this um i think for me vulnerability with relationships um is having a very deep conversation with someone so talking not about the 
the weather or not about like your your co- favorite color and mm-hmm. stuff like that it's like your morals your values and how you see the world okay. i think that to me is being vulnerable within a relationship like okay. a, a friendship uh like a, a like a friendship or a relationship mm-hmm. i i don't know that's how i feel about that cody paula just restate the the exact question oh god i can't remember um what do you think about or how do you see vulnerability in relationships so not with strangers but people that you're close with like friends like best friends like us (laughs) (laughs) okay first off um okay so talking about you know being vulnerable and it's a hard thing to do in general Mm -hmm. right so when you are in a romantic relationship, whether you're married or just dating in a long-term relationship, um, you know, you go throughout your day and you have all these thoughts in your head mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you don't share them because, you know, fear of being judged or you just keep it in. Like Michael says, you don't want to overshare. Right. Right. So, you know, the end of the day, when you reconnect with your girlfriend, your wife, your partner, uh, you want to be able to share those things with them because who else are you going to share them with? Mm-hmm. Right? So you should have the utmost, you know, comfort in sharing your, mm-hmm. I guess, like your most vulnerable thoughts with that person. And like I know from experience, um, like when you when you're with someone and they're not vulnerable with you on the same level as you, maybe on yeah. the same level, mm-hmm. right? When they're scared to be vulnerable. Or they're just very hesitant on doing it. It's very hard to be in a relationship with that person. Right. Because you don't really get to know them on a deep level. Mm-hmm. Right. Think about like, you know, passerbys or, you know, friends that aren't really good friends. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about the weather or, you know, the news or whatnot. Yeah. Right. Imagine being in a, like a relationship with someone like that. You don't actually really get to know them or like, you know, what keeps them up at night, what mm-hmm. they're worried about, what they're working towards, things like that. Yeah. And that's. So, you know, like we do like those lists, like top 10 things I want in mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. a partner or what, what are my, what do I need in a relationship? Mm-hmm. And God, probably younger, I probably never, ever would have put vulnerability on there. And but now when you, so I'm dating someone who's, ex, who is on the same level I am in terms okay. of vulnerability and it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The feeling that you, you both can share like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sensing, uh, I think, vulnerability also means that you trust the person, right? So would you guys say vulnerability equals trust? So more vulnerable, you're Mm. trusting of that person more? Not necessarily. They're not really correlated in that sense. Okay. Because you can have trust in someone and not be vulnerable with them, but also you can be vulnerable with them but not really trust them, right? Um, I would refute that. I would say you can trust someone and not want to be vulnerable with them. But I don't think you can be vulnerable with someone you don't trust because being vulnerable, you have to not fear being judged, right? So -hmm. like you have to trust that that person is not going to leave you or not going to treat you any differently when you say something. So let's say something vulnerable and be like, I don't trust that person. I just, I don't really see that happening. So what about, I have a, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just saying, and I didn't mean it that way. I meant for you to be vulnerable, you don't have to trust um, like everyone. Or it could be like you felt that you trusted them and then you were vulnerable 
uh, in front of them, and then they actually didn't care about what you were feeling. And so in that sense, you had that trust or you you felt vulnerable, but then your trust was broken, right? Mm. Okay, I, I don't get know that. If I so, yeah, I no, that makes sense. That your the your explanation. I was thinking more of our work, mm-hmm. like when we have clients and oh, yeah. those clients divulge very personal things to us. They're being vulnerable, but how? Did, like I don't know. We weren't. It it's wasn't reciprocated. It. Sorry, I guess my question is: It doesn't needs doesn't need to be a two way street. So if you're vulnerable to, let's say, we put on a scale of ten, you're vulnerable ten, you know, ten out of ten to me, and I'm only vulnerable one out of ten to you. Mm-hmm. Would you then trust me less? Uh, I don't think so. Again, it depends on the context, right? Because I can be vulnerable with friends, but they don't have to be vulnerable with me. It's just a different way of how I communicate or how I articulate my feelings. So I could have the same level, like Cody said, have the same level of vulnerability as another friend. And yeah, that relationship is always going to be great because you know, you see each other and you understand each other. But at the same time, there are some friends who are less or who are hesitant to be vulnerable only because maybe there's other contexts or different factors that go into their trust in divulging information or they just maybe they just don't want to be vulnerable you don't have to force someone to be vulnerable with you what do you think about the people that if you've ever met them they're like instantly trustworthy like so Mm -hmm. there's been people that just tell me stuff and i'm like i don't know you at all Mm -hmm. right but they're like i feel like i can trust you but Mm -hmm. they're super vulnerable super trusting Mm -hmm. and they just met me Mm -hmm. like what do you think about those types of people I think that's awesome because they're able to say what's on their mind and and they don't care what you think. I think that's the beauty of being vulnerable. You don't, it depends on, it's not really about the other people like Cody said before. It's about how you present yourself to others and how others accept you for that is on them, not really you. Okay. Did you like... I, I'm just kind of thinking of different scenarios in my head where, like, I'm walking, uh, like, you wouldn't be vulnerable to your boss, would you? You mean vulnerable as in, like, crying to them? Because I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm thinking more like, um, I, I don't know, let's say there's, like, a, a death in the family, mm-hmm. and you go to your boss, you're like, I need time off. They're like, why? You're like, well, you know, it's just a family matter, right? Mm-hmm. Um like there's certain scenarios I think that would happen where you're not going to be vulnerable to your boss because it's going to affect your, maybe it's going to affect your position, right? Or your mm-hmm. status in the, in the, in the job. I'm saying a death in the family and that, that'd be horrific if your boss was like, listen, you're going to be demoted tomorrow. Like yeah. that would be terrible. But I mean like, what if you, um, like mental health, mental health. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. What if you had a mental health issue and you're like, you know, I need a couple of days and they're like, Why? And you're like, well, it's just a, an issue, a personal matter, right? But if they knew that it was because you had um, X, Y, Z, then they're like, oh, you know, I don't think this person can handle this multi-million dollar account. That also speaks to uh, discrimination in the workforce, right? Yeah. and But it's also the person's, um, like, the person's privacy. Do they want to divulge this is what I have or not? So essentially your vulnerability is under your control, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess where I was going was 
almost like a dial. Do mm -hmm. I dial it up for my personal friends and dial it down for my boss? Or is it I'm vulnerable all the time, so I tell them everything? Mm. Do I trust you enough so I dial it up? Or do I not trust my boss enough so I dial it down? I think so. I think okay. it's a spectrum. It's an emotion that's on a spectrum. You can be more vulnerable with others than not. Okay. Right? I'm learning a lot here. <laughs> right? I, I don't know. I think vulnerability is like a characteristic of yourself. You either you're vulnerable or you're not. So how do you figure out if you're vulnerable? Like I'm looking, I'm thinking I'm, I am, I'm not, Clear, I don't know. Clearly you are. Like, I mean, like you, you just say what's on your mind all the time mm -hmm. and like you just don't care. And you don't care about and you what don't care. Think. Yeah. yeah. Like you're down to earth, you're blunt and vulnerable. Yeah. So, so what is vulnerability? Is it being it's like just being not, yourself. so just talking out loud and not caring what people think. Those are the two criteria. Sharing and not worrying about being judged Okay. Mm -hmm. or someone okay. changing their their their, um, their about thought you. about you, how mm -hmm. they treat you. Okay. Yeah. Like that. That's are you. there any that's other exactly like, criteria? I don't think so. It, it's really individual. It's individualized because okay. your vulnerability is definitely not my vulnerability. What Cody's vulnerability vulnerability is not the same as mine. So you know the term like wearing your heart on your sleeve. Is that yeah. vulnerability? Yeah. Okay. Because you're willing to get yeah. whatever the world throws at you and then okay yeah i'm learning that i'm vulnerable how is do you that, become is that scary that yeah definitely a hundred percent why is that scary why is that? Oh, now i'm thinking people are judging me no no I, before i didn't care i thought i was obnoxious because i'm just like here's my information You're i don't like care what the you... furthest away from <laughs> obnoxious <laughs> well like i i thought i was an oversharer right so what you're saying is that oversharing. You're not really oversharing. You just talk a lot. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. No, I do talk a lot. Yeah, you do. So um, oversharing is, is just me talking a lot, but I'm still being vulnerable in that moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's also like the topic of your vulnerability. Mm -hmm. There are different levels of vulnerability, right? Where I can be vulnerable with Cody, but I have a different vulnerability with you. Like I can be super sensitive to you and be like, ha ha ha, it's, everything's great. So, mm. I don't know. So, how does someone develop vulnerability? Like, let's say I'm not, I see that guy, he's not vulnerable. Do I just walk up to him and say, hey, share more stuff with other people and talk out loud? Don't worry about what the, those people think. How do you develop vulnerability? Yeah. And why do you need vulnerability? Ooh. Yeah, why did I develop it? I, I don't even know how I did that. No, no, you, pro you probably didn't. Right? You probably just, it was just a characteristic you have. Uh, you, just, you, just, you know, in your development growing up. Just something like, happened. Yeah, there's that... a part of you is how you were raised. Mm -hmm. But like, why do you need it? Because you're just saying about learning it. Why mm -hmm. does someone need to be vulnerable? Let's say they're not. Yeah, I, I see no problem in that. <laughs> I think if you want to develop deeper connections with people, maybe that's mm -hmm. one reason. That's what I'd say too. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you could like marry someone or be with someone long term that would be not vulnerable. That would be so sad. Why would you even be with the person? Be honest. Yeah. Well. I... Well, I guess some people have different things that they want from relationships. So yeah, true. And how do you tell? So talking about relationships, how do you tell if someone else is um, vulnerable? So let's say you're picking a companion, and you're like. 
well, they're kind of vulnerable, but is that because I didn't, we haven't built enough trust, right? So you're asking, how do you know if they're vulnerable or not? Yeah, like maybe someone doesn't want to show you every all their cards. Let's pretend it's like a game of cards. Like they don't want to show you their whole hand right out the gate, mm-hmm. right? Some people do, like we just discussed. Mm-hmm. But you know that they're vulnerable. You're vulnerable as well, or you have this type of vulnerability to you. How how do you determine that in another individual right out the gate, or do you, or is it something you just got to times got to tell? <clears throat> well, I guess right out of the gate. You're going to have your people that are very, very comfortable and the ones that you mentioned earlier, how they're just so easily trusting. And then you're going to have people, <clears throat> that's the first type. Second type would be people that are skeptical, right? They need to build trust with you. And that could take, you know, days, weeks, months, right? And you have the third type of person that just is not vulnerable and mm-hmm. does not want to ever, mm-hmm. right? So if we talk about the second type of person where it takes time to trust you, you know, after a certain amount of time, like six months or so, and you start talking about long-term goals or, you know, things like that. Your values, yeah. Values, right? They should share on these issues, right? Mm-hmm. They could be hesitant on one or two, but, like, if you're noticing a pattern where they just don't share anything, you don't really know them, mm-hmm. right? Uh, like, that's an issue. They're not being vulnerable. It's very hard to be with someone like that. Mm-hmm. What else? What else on vulnerability, Paula? at the time okay <laughs> vulnerability what in the middle of this podcast while Paula's thinking uh, mm-hmm. we just wanted to say the reason why we're doing this special episode is Paula's idea she wanted to just get uh, male's perspective on vulnerability and what it meant to us uh, okay so I have a question then so how how did you so this is for Cody. How did you build your vulnerability? I did not build it. It was just uh, I never even I never even thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> how did I build it? Or how did you learn to be vulnerable with other people? I have always shared a ton. I'm a lot like Michael in terms of that. Have you ever been burned by that? Like yeah, someone was like, like just like, shut the f up. Yo, I no. don't want to hear about wow. your problems. Never, never heard that before in my life. Wow, Paula, have you been burned? No, probably burned other people. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, okay, well, you shut me down with that question. No, well, not really. Well, I'm with the whole being vulnerable. What really feels amazing too is when you like share things that mean a lot to you. And mm-hmm. the other person, like, acknowledges that, like, thanks for sharing that with me. Or, like, wow, that was vulnerable. Okay. So, okay, that's good. Because it came up, I came up with a question. Uh, what do you like about vi- being vulnerable, aside from connecting with someone, um, getting your, your feelings out there? Like, what is it about vulnerability that makes you want to look for that in a person? So one, building that connection and bond. It's like you know things about someone else that no one else knows. Mm-hmm. Um, two, you know that they trust you. Okay. They know that they like you, right? Um, and just, I don't know, you just develop a whole other level of admiration for somebody hmm. the deeper you get. 
I like the word admiration. What's that? What's the definition of admiration? You admire somebody. Okay. What's it like? What's it? What does it mean to admire someone? To look up to them. To. Yeah, to, to hold them in like a, a positive light. Yeah. Okay. I like that. So that's what you build. You build this admiration to that person. Would you say it turns into love? <clears throat> yes. You get a deeper love for somebody. The more vulnerable you are. Is that like the uh, the outcome? Is there an outcome, like a, a goal, a thing that you reach at one point? Is is? I don't know if it's a goal. I just think like the more things that you share, like vulnerable things or things that you could be judged on or like potentially left for. Mm-hmm. So the more you, you share... And the more that person connects with you and it's like, I understand, mm-hmm. I accept you. You're like, wow, this thing's working. This is going to be like a long-term thing. I feel very comfortable. I can right. share anything it, with this person. It builds the foundation. Exactly. Of your communication, of your trust, of your love. I have a question. Go ahead. If you're more vulnerable, does that mean you're more emotionally intelligent? Uh, well, I don't know the research on that, but probably so like I think emotional intelligence is about being aware of your own emotions and also others. So interpreting others' emotions to Yeah, it sounds like vulnerability. Like yeah, and probably. trust and all those other things. Yeah. I'm not a researcher on emotional intelligence. But probably. Hmm. I would say <coughs> it also is attached to shame because being vulnerable has some there are some parts of vulnerability that that is connected to shame, like your deepest, darkest secrets, being vulnerable about that, right? Oh, okay. I like that. Okay. If you were to give uh, a young person, I don't know how old they would be, what would you say, uh, what would you give them as a tip to be vulnerable to connect? to get these connections, to build this trust, or to create relationships, or... Mm-hmm. Life lesson is not everyone's going to like you. you. You can't please everybody. So if you, are, if you accept that and you just be yourself all the time, people that are naturally going to like you and connect with you will stick around, and people that you cannot please and you never will mm-hmm. and just don't understand you, they will not be around. And you just have to be willing to accept that. Mm-hmm. I think my my advice would be um, specifically toward like just not having people, not um, responding to people judging you or that, that whole concept of judging. I think early on, like you guys mentioned, maybe somewhere down the, ra- down the road, I learned that I don't care what other people think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where I got that, but I think if, if a younger me were to learn that, I would say, you know, don't absolutely have no valor, don't care what other people think of you. Think of, like, hold yourself to excellence. Don't think mm-hmm. someone else has that, that uh, ability to hold you to excellence mm-hmm. because that's how you get judged or that's how you mm-hmm. feel like you're being judged. So... I think hold yourself to that high esteem and don't have, you know, an external for or an external factor doing that. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to comment on the saying, "Don't care what other people think about you," and we hear that term a lot. And it doesn't mean like wear sweatpants and don't shave and 
great. I mean, you could do that. Like, I've like, totally done that. Yeah, like look <laughs> like a bum and just be like, oh, I don't care what people think. People shouldn't care what I look like, right? You should have high standards for yourself and figure out what your life goals are and what matters to you and live that out. Yeah. Right? I, I think that's really what that means. Don't care what other people think. You still want to, you know, be striving for your goals and your purpose and, you know, have self-respect for yourself, you know? Like, I think that's what that saying really means. Mm-hmm. I There's this, while you're saying that, something came into my head. Uh, remember the, I think it was an Oscar when Matthew McConaughey, he was like, I'm chasing the person five years from now that I'll never catch. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what I think about when you ask me that question of like, what would you say or what advice would you give? I would say, you know, pick pick who you want to be in five years and go chase that. And everything else that's not that, let, let it be to the side or let it be uh, pushed to the way, uh, to the side because you're going to hold yourself to that excellence. So you're going to, you know, raise the bar for yourself. And then any of those naysayers or people that aren't um, on the same level level or vulnerable or, or, you know, emotionally intelligent, kind of like what we're talking about, they're not going to, they're just going to be in my wake, right? They're going to be in my wake where I don't need to use them, right? So I, I said use, but I meant like, they won't be with me as I as I push forward. That's why I think I'm not vulnerable because I think this as like a tool. But vulnerability is a tool, is it not? I, I don't know. It is because you build. What do you do with tools? You build things with it, right? Yeah. Wow. That was a I fantastic. Know, that was. That was, was a special guest, but is now a permanent guest on <laughs> yeah. and, and a pineapple. <laughs> But that was a good question. That um, what would you teach someone? I really think. Um, so, so then, what would you teach? So forget. Okay, I I agree, totally agree with everything you're both saying. But what would you say to boys or men who don't care for being vulnerable or don't don't believe in that or they don't know what it is? Like, what would you? I so personally, I would say if you want to unlock your potential of who you are, specifically who you are, and you want to be the true you, vulnerability is part of that equation, whether you like it or not. So mm-hmm. I want to be a billionaire. Let's pretend that's something one of them wants. You have to be vulnerable in some sense, right? Like that's always going to be a part of the qu- equation, no matter what. So it's like uh, you, if you want to win, you got to fail at something. Or what, what's that saying? I don't know what that's saying. I don't. I don't know what saying you're, you're just trying. Every to... shot you don't take is that what you're going for? Yeah, because it kind of makes sense with vulnerability, right? Because you test people on your vulnerability. How much can I tell them? Yeah, mm. yeah. Right. But I, I do believe that if you want to be your true self, you have. To, that's part of the equation. Mm-hmm. That's what I would tell those guys. I think for a young man, this probably applies for women, women as well. It's like you don't have many wins in life when you're young yet, right? Mm. You haven't like got your job. I haven't got like your long-term partner. You don't see it yet. Yeah. Right. You're like, you're insecure at that time. You have like really no security. You haven't got any wins, right? You're not, you're not, um, you're not sure of yourself, right? You don't feel the best of yourself. So like with time, it will come. Like, don't think like you're 14 listening to this and you're supposed to be super vulnerable and self, uh, you know, secure, you know, mm-hmm. self-actualized. Right. Mm-hmm. I probably wasn't like this when I was a teenager. Yeah. But like now got my shit together. And uh, do you? <laughs> yeah. So, I just think with time it'll come. I I have another question. Okay. Being mindful of the time, um, 
how do you think social media degrades or lessens vulnerability for these individuals? There's no vulnerability because you post your best self. Yeah, that's you, you so, take a snippet of time and you mm -hmm. post it up there. I feel like these kids are like hyper sanitized and then they come into the real world and I mean like into their job where being vulnerable might be a part of that equation, right? And they don't have it at all. And so when someone says, you know, you have to be more, whatever the case may be, I, I'm actually not very versed in that. But if they needed to be vulnerable, they would not know how to be vulnerable whatsoever. So therefore they wouldn't make any deep connections. I'm just asking this question because of what Cody said and kind of what I thought that you are literally showing the best self in, in what you perceive as reality, which is like not normal at all. Mm -hmm. Can I counter that? Go ahead. Because social media has different purposes for people, right? That is so true. So not always is it about showing who you, showing your best side or showing your best self or showing your best selfie. It's, some people use social media to talk about their deepest, darkest secrets. They write their poems and share it with everyone. Is that not vulnerable? Wow. So I'm, I guess I was looking at the dark side of, of social media, but oh. there's a light side. So like what you're saying, Paula, and then like the opposite would be like a model on Instagram. She doesn't want to show her vulnerabilities because then she'd have no followers, right? She yeah. always wants to look yeah. her best. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And others, yeah. um, they get followers from being vulnerable, right? So so you kind of bring it back to how I said, do it for you. Mm -hmm. Like I think like personally myself, like I, I upload like guitar and singing videos and literally like I don't edit them. I literally mm -hmm. just put the camera there. I play the song once. I record it. I don't care. Are how, you serious? I don't, I don't care it how, so good. I don't care how bad, how bad it sounds or I play the wrong note or whatever. I literally just up, upload it. How do you feel? And I do, well, I, I do it for me. Like I just do it. Mm -hmm. I just put it up there. I have no, I don't care how many views it gets, how many likes it gets what the comments are i just i just put it up there and so i'm being vulnerable i guess you could say because mm -hmm. i know why i'm doing it i do it for that reason and mm -hmm. i'm happy with it interesting yeah. do you have a, a question to end off on so at, as we talked about vulnerability do you have a different uh idea of what it is or is it just the same or has it been I don't know. What did you get from this conversation? That's a good ending question, Paula. I'm yeah. glad you're here. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, I know you guys need me, so. I would say I learned a, a shit ton. Um, I think I will know how to actually utilize vulnerability instead of just kind of passively doing it. Meaning like... Or being aware of... Yeah, that. that's a better, yeah, better way to say that. Being more aware of my vulnerabilities. Um, yeah. I kind of understand it a little bit more. I thought me just being blunt and not caring uh, was just me being blunt and not caring. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I learned a lot. Cool. I just think my postscript comment would be, you know, Michael, I think when you're, you allow yourself to be vulnerable like that to so many different people, when someone sees you being vulnerable, it makes them almost mm -hmm. like be vulnerable too. Yeah. Right? It's contagious. Like, let's just think, like, you go, like, to write, like, a test, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, you're sitting in the room and, like, everything's quiet. Everyone's, like, freaking out. They haven't handed the test out yet. And let's say, like, you just turn to someone beside you and you're like, damn, you know, I didn't study hard enough. Like, I'm, I'm scared right now. And that person's like, oh, God, thank God. Like, I was thinking the same thing. Like, mm -hmm. I'm so glad you said that right now. Right? Like, mm -hmm. you just being vulnerable and saying something like that. And then that speaks to empathy and sympathy for towards other people, which we need right now. 
in our climate change change people need to be more vulnerable hashtag climate change okay (laughs) (laughs) that's awkward (laughs) everyone thank you for being vulnerable and listening to us I hope this inspires you to be vulnerable with yourself, with your loved ones, and strangers. Good night.